Welcome to Living With, a podcast about the stories and people behind Health Union. Health Union integrates the power of human connection and technology, uniting people in the shared experiences of life with chronic health conditions. I'm Emily Downward. Janet Plank is one of Health Union's advocates on COPD.net, an online community that launched in 2015. COPD stands for Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease. People with COPD usually have symptoms of chronic bronchitis and emphysema, which make it difficult to breathe both in and out. Can you tell me what led up to your diagnosis? I was a a smoker, and when I quit, and I was smoking up to three packs a day, and I was also working ambulance, and I found that when I'd get a call, you know, it's almost like a rush to get to the ambulance because you might be parked a half a block away or you might be away and have to go to the service itself. And I found that um, I was coughing more, short of breath, and so I blamed it on my smoking. And... <clears throat> You know, so there I had something to look at and, you know, decided, especially with my Barrett's esophagus, too, that that cancer possibility was scaring me. So I thought it was time to quit, and I did quit cold turkey. Janet successfully quit smoking, but she continued to have difficulties with shortness of breath. Shortness of breath, a persistent cough, and an increase in mucus are key symptoms that someone might have COPD. So they sent me to um, a doctor that was treating asthma, which is what they diagnosed me for. And so she also diagnosed a lot of allergies as well as the asthma, and they put me on um, some medications. But it didn't seem to do at all. Um, I just kept having more problems. I was just, I mean, it, it was just struggling. And they finally sent me to National Jewish. And that's where I was diagnosed with um, COPD. And at that time, they said I was moderate to severe. And, you know, I had no idea what was anything. And um, they put you through, you know, the test, but they also send you to a, ther- a therapist there, you know, so you can talk about the emotions that you're going through and whatnot. And mm-hmm. um, came up with, you know, you should talk to somebody about disability because of where you're at. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, it's that bad. There isn't a cure for COPD, although there are treatments that can help manage the disease including medications and oxygen therapy, which may be delivered through a tube placed in the nostrils or a face mask. Janet's COPD is complicated by having asthma and severe allergies. She also has other health conditions which make managing her COPD more challenging. I've got so many health issues, and everything seems to affect the other. You know, so many people think you have one disease, and that's all that it you know, 
that's what you have, but it doesn't work that way, especially if, you know, it's allergies. To me, my pain affects my COPD too because it affects my breathing as well as blood pressure and everything. Um, They said that they felt my allergies were what was compounding my COPD or making it worse and causing more of the exacerbations. And that made sense to me. And I also had pulmonary hypertension, which did improve um, with my CPAP because I had sleep apnea. So Mm. it was like every time I went to a doctor, they found something new to add. Yeah, kind of kind of frustrating. There are multiple tests doctors use to measure how well the lungs are working, including lung function breathing tests and blood tests like the ABG. ABG is arterial blood gas, a test that measures the levels of oxygen and carbon dioxide. An ABG can help a doctor understand how effectively the body is sending oxygen to the tissues and removing carbon dioxide. My COPD actually, my lung function actually went to 81%, which is mild to no COPD anymore. And and they're like, don't you feel better? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't Mm. understand. You know, that's the hardest part, I believe, is, you know, these... We can see on paper, you know, that, okay, it says 81%, and so it should be gone, but then shouldn't I feel better? And that those things didn't go hand in hand. So anyway, they went ahead and um, did an ABG, and it showed that my oxygen levels were low, and my CO2 was a little bit high, but just the fact that my oxygen levels were low didn't make sense to them compared to, you know, what what it was showing on the lung function test. There's nothing textbook about it, you know. It's just so strange, and that's why this one doctor said, you know, we're thinking that you're, um, the allergies are affecting and, and by allergies, I go outside. Um, just like yesterday, we ended up taking, um, my stepdaughter and her family out to lunch. And when I, Last night, I mean, my eyes are swollen shut. (laughs) So I'm a little bit quirky like that still today. But everything seems to trigger a reaction, you know, with the allergies as well. And so I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to know, is it then the COPD and the and the asthma, are they doing somewhat of a trigger to and causing problems with the allergies, or is it the allergies totally with the other? Um, and then if I just stay home, 
you know, in my own little bubble world, I do fine, but still, um, you know, I can struggle. Living with the daily struggles of COPD is challenging emotionally as well as physically. The symptoms of COPD can make it harder for someone to engage in activities that they enjoy, and they may feel isolated and alone. COPD often causes breathlessness, which can be frightening and cause anxiety. It's real easy for me um, just because it seems like I'm living in constant physical pain um, as well as, you know, the COPD and um, whether it's the allergies or some of the other things that I experience, it's real easy to get down about that. And I said, then I can throw a little tantrum and then I just want to go on a feeding frenzy type thing. But I, I know that affects my COPD and I can tell I get short of breath and um, it's time to, you know, I just check and see what, you know, I've got a small pulse ox that I can check my oxygen levels and, you know, I can see what's affected and what's not. But like I tell, tell people too, we need to not listen to that machine. We need to listen to our bodies. And, mm-hmm. and because I can feel that I'm short of breath, I need to, I need to focus and do the personal breathing and, even to exercise or do some stretching exercises or um, something. And that helps to take care of, you know, the mental, the emotional parts of it. Um, But I know, you know, there are times when I just want to sit and cry because how do you do it all? Yeah. But that's, but I don't cry very easy, so then I said, that's more frustrating than not. So that takes the focus away. <laughs> because of the emotional toll living with a chronic condition like COPD can have, it's important to find support. Janet has found new meaning and purpose in encouraging and supporting others as a contributor and moderator on COPD.net. What I like to tell people is, first of all, most people are concerned with, I'm not as bad, I shouldn't talk. And I'm like, you know, right away, it's I'm like, stop. I said, everybody is at different levels of their own health, mm. um, with their own COPD, with their own emotions. And I said, one may have different issues besides, um, you know, than you would or somebody else would. And I said, the important thing is to accept that this is what you have. It's not, you haven't done anything to cause it. Maybe you smoked, but, you know, maybe there was a big You know, um, I also worked in a printing company, you know, so that could have affected my COPD too. So I I like to tell people that it's not, 
them. They're not the cause. They're not guilt and emotions. <clears throat> guilt should not be part of the emotions because it doesn't fit in there. What they need to do is find, be able to make peace with what they have and find a way to be okay. Mm. You can talk about your COPD and you can feel good that you're talking about it because yours is different than somebody else. Everyone is unique in their own disease because of the different health issues they have, because of the different medications they take, because of the different lifestyles. So it's perfectly okay. They may be stage four, somebody else, or pardon me, stage two, and somebody else is stage four. But I said, you know, when that stage four person was a stage two, they likely felt like you do too. So accept that you have it. Feel okay talking about it. Express your emotions and find a way to find to make peace with them. Mm-hmm. And that comes from talking and sharing. I know um, the sites that are on Facebook, you watch you know, the different people and what they post. And, you know, it's, there's so much heart into it. Or the family support people. You know, my heart goes out to them, too. It's almost harder, I think, to be a support person than it is to be the actual COPD. And with them, too, you know, everybody... Everybody has a different position in this life. And, um, you know, they've got different roles to play. And even though we can't make the COPD go away, we can find a way to use it. We can find a way to make peace with it. Janet helps others with COPD focus on the positive impact they can still have in the world. What can you do in a positive way to make that person feel a little bit happier, to feel a little bit supported, to feel more, you know, where they had a place in the COPD family. And it had really... I think when people have to look at themselves in that different in that different mindset, it really helps to have them open up to that too. And I said I could see people were a lot they seemed a lot more at peace. There were more smiles. Hmm. And that's what I try to do too. Every once in a while I throw a garbage can in on a site and I say, Throw away your stuff, throw away your garbage. And, you know, they do. They throw away my pain, throw away the fact I can't breathe. And, you know, I mean, there could be chuckles by the time they're done throwing everything away. <laughs> and that's, that's what it's about, helping each other find, find ways to make peace with it. We can't make it go away. We can find ways to make ourselves feel better, and that might be, you know, Go to the doctor when you have to and 
not necessarily when you think you have to, but when your husband tells you you need to, because they might see it first. So go to the doctor, talk to people, you know, but make your day a day that you can feel good about, a day that, you know, can be remembered because that's what we do all day long. We build memories. I said, when you watch the people, when you read what they write, and the fact that just reading this has helped me so much because somebody understands. Mm -hmm. And I believe with everything because I was there, and I know so many others are too, that being understood is one of the most important things that can happen because then we're okay. Then it's not just us. Somebody else understands. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, I mean, it's a hard issue when you're talking about those pages. Um, the community pages, the question and answers. It's a hard issue. I hope, you know, when I moderate, that this is what people are able to hear. I hope they hear the heart because um, it's it's a personal issue, but it's not. It's not at all. It's a, it's a family disease, but hey, we've got a COPD family, and you know there's. They're the best. I'd like to thank Janet Plank for sharing her experience and her positivity. You can read Janet's articles and join the conversation at copd.net. To find other health communities, visit health-union.com. Thank you for listening to Living With. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.